Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's a huge curtain of darkness. I see a shadow man. He's upset. I was scared to death. Are you afraid to be here alone? It's very nerve-wracking. He's going to try to take her. I want to fix this. I'm desperate. They attack her. It can do very physical things. It's really bad in here. My name is Amy Allen. Something is not right. I see dead people. This person might have been a serial killer. I speak to dead people. You get those chills. And they speak to me. He is darkness. He is evil. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. I think she broke her neck. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Tell me the truth. I know every person, every house has secrets. I think the devil is down here. It's my job to reveal him. Who the hell would do this? But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. Who's he looking to kill? We uncover if it's safe for you to stay. You need to get out of here right now. Or time to get out. It was like endless darkness. Amy and I conduct separate investigations. I interview living witnesses and uncover history that's been buried and forgotten. While Amy talks to the dead. I'm in Neosho, Missouri. It's about a half hour outside of Joplin. I got a call from a local cop named Dennis. Now, I know cops are trained to deal with stressful situations, but this guy sounded freaked out. He says his wife and two daughters are being attacked by something they can't see, and they're petrified to be in the house. Hopefully, Amy and I can get to the bottom of this. Before Amy arrives, I look for any leading information. This house is filled with generations of photographs and personal family possessions. Once they are covered or removed, 
the location will be ready for tonight's walk. There's a lot of activity around here. There's a lot of dead people outside. And they're talking about the neighborhood. Hmm. Some guy is just like, insanity and death. Well, Dennis, you sound pretty concerned on the phone about, you know, what's going on. Now, who exactly lives here? My wife and her daughters. I moved out two months ago. We're separating. I'm really sorry to hear that. Does it have anything to do with the paranormal? A lot of it did. So give me an idea of what's going on here. Shadow figures, footsteps, scratching. We could talk about this all day. I know you're an Air Force vet. Yeah. You've been to Iraq. Yes. Okay, you're a cop. Yes. It's hard to imagine guys like us being afraid of anything. I'm fearful more of this house than anything on the streets. And I'm, I'm frightened for my family. What do you know about the house itself? The main foundation dates into like the 1860s. And I believe there was probably eight to 11 owners in the past eight years. But it's not just this house. There are several houses in this neighborhood that have had numerous owners because of problems. That's oh, interesting. Okay. What are you hoping we can do for you guys? My wife and I are going through some problems and we... And we're, we're hoping to actually fix that so we can stay here and live in a loving family without being frightened for our lives. Can you show me some spots in the house where you've seen things? Yes. Okay. So, Dennis, why'd you bring me outside? I was mowing the lawn and saw a woman out of the corner of my eyes here. Okay. On the porch. Wasn't the girls? It wasn't my wife or two girls. It was a full-body apparition of a, of a girl. Okay. Could you describe her... A very old, dated white dress, maybe late 1800s, tall collar. She was only there for maybe three seconds, and then she just erased. Okay, so I'm like seeing an older woman. She's in her 40s or 50s. She likes like colored clothing with a lot of lace. She kind of always like cries, She's always like moping. Do you know if there's anything with her that people might pick up on? I think they might see her like a light-colored apparition. So have you ever seen anything else outside? Yes. I was inside and heard some commotion come up the stairway and saw a black figure looking directly at me through this window here. Can you show me what it looked like? When I was inside and the shadow person came from this direction and all he did was lean way down and then when we made eye contact, he just leaned in forward like, I dare you. And then just got up after a second and just walked straight off. Now, have you ever seen a shadow figure again? Two times for sure on the base of the stairwell looking at me when I'd just come in from work. Another time, uh, once again, two, three minutes home from work, going to the master bedroom and heard a deep breath of, and I leaned over, and he wasn't three feet inside the doorway, just there. I was scared to death at that one, and I bolted out of the house. There is a darkness here. It walks down the street. It's not a person. It's like a huge curtain of darkness. Someone knows they panic. 
I don't think they know it's affecting everyone. Up here is where some of the scariest stuff has actually happened to me. Okay. I heard a little girl's laughter, and I spun around just as quickly as I heard it and literally saw a floating black mist, two and a half, three feet maybe. Was anybody else at home? No. No TV on or anything like that? There was nothing. All right, anything else? We had another instance where I walked out of the bathroom and came about where you were, and I got struck from behind by this very curtain rod right in the back. You know, Dennis, working with Amy all this time now, I know that once it gets physical, it's really not good. Mm -hmm. Has anything else like this ever happened? One time when I actually got out of the shower downstairs and I was drawing my stomach area off, I noticed the claw marks on either side of my stomach area. Did you ever take photos of it? Oh, I didn't, but I showed Andrea. Okay. What do you think's going on in this house? I wish I knew. All I know is that I want them to make sure that my wife and my girls are safe here. I'm just worried. I can see it. I love them. I'm worried about it. Whatever this thing is, it can open doors. It can, like, do very physical things. Grab people, move things, and break things. And this darkness saturates the whole house. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, Andrew, I talked to Dennis. Uh, and he told me about you guys splitting up. Yes. Um, sorry to hear that. Thank you. He relayed to me that he thought the stuff that was going on here in the house may have contributed to you guys splitting up. You agree with that? I think it's possible. I've been depressed, anxious. Have you experienced anything paranormal in this house? Anything unusual? Yeah. 
I was babysitting a friend's baby, and something went across my feet, just like somebody brushing against your arm. I thought it was one of the animals. The dogs were outside, and the cat was nowhere to be found. Okay. So do you ever go out to investigate, see where, where it may be coming from? I check, make sure all the doors are locked, check the house inside and out, and... Anything else? The worst is what I see, a shadow man. I've seen him standing here at the foot of my bed, staring down at me. I've woken up with him, and I was petrified. Now, did you ever think maybe somebody was in the house? I have investigated every time I see it, and Nothing. there's never anybody. Okay. Now, is that the only place you've seen him? No. I've seen him upstairs. He was standing on the far side of the bunk bed. Okay. So now you've got your little girls you got to worry about. They're sleeping with me. They're too afraid to sleep upstairs, and they don't want to be alone. I want to know they're safe. This lady, her thing, like, I feel like she's she is afraid of what's under her bed. I feel like her foot or her ankle or something's been touched. Whatever it was came from under the bed. She has a lot of notions about haunting. Okay. You know, so what she's doing, like, yeah, there's not good stuff here. But um, she's making it, she's compounding. Like, she's making it worse, I guess. Now, had you uh, done anything, like a blessing or anything, to try to figure out what's going on? Or A friend told me to try using a sage stick. Okay. I, after that, had a college team of ghost hunters come in. I'm desperate. Yeah. I'm willing to try anything to get normalcy. You know, you worrying about your daughters has got to drive you crazy. It's very overwhelming. I had a somewhat erratic childhood. Mom worked all the time. Right. I was with Grandma and Grandpa. Grandpa was the only father I knew. He died when I was seven. So it was mom, grandma, and me. So I don't want my girls to have a mixed up life. You said your grandfather died when you were seven. Yeah. Do you remember much about him? I remember everything about him. He he was amazing. Okay. Okay. Did he die young? Yeah, he was only 58. He died of, well, he died of complications from chemo. Okay. I want to fix this. Okay. I want to fix this for my girls. Okay. I'm going to try to help you do that. Thank you. Okay. There's also like a father figure that's with her a lot. And he's, he's upset. Yeah, he, he, he says that um, there's like sage or incense. Um, he said that there's no way anybody can help her, really. She needs to help herself. I told her when she was younger to not do this. What did he tell her not to do? Mm, be into all this dark stuff. But I'm trying to tell him the darkness pretty much goes everywhere. That's why she has to deal with it. What is that? There's something else here. I don't know who it is. I didn't get to see him, but he makes you feel, you know, how people are like, I feel like I'm being watched, but this is like burn holes through your back, like feel really sick. So Danielle, I was talking to mom and Dennis, uh, and they were telling me about what's going on in the house. Uh, Mom said you and your sister have a tough time. 
Yeah, no matter where I am, I always feel as though somebody's watching me. Okay, now what kind of things are you experiencing? What are you seeing? Well, one time I had a couple friends over, and all of a sudden we see like this lady, like the silhouette of the lady, walk by towards the kitchen. Okay, was she thin, heavy? She was thin, and she had one of those like thicker dresses on, you know, that like go out. Okay, like an old style. Yes, sir. Have you had any other experiences besides seeing things? Well, yes, sir. The other night I was sleeping and I woke up to somebody playing with my hair. You know, I look around and I sit up and look and nobody was around me, no animals or anything. And that was the first time I had felt it. And that was just uneasy. You sure it wasn't the cat or one of the dogs? My dogs were boarding. Are you afraid to be here alone? Yes, sir. You are. It's very nerve-wracking. Like, I'm always scared I'm going to see something or, like, it's going to hurt me sometime or something. It hasn't yet, just what if. Up here, it feels like a, a woman. This is a living person? Yes. I just hear crying, whimpers. They're being watched, maybe? I don't know. What I see here is this thing standing at the end of the bed, really big. I think this is that same guy who watches the creeper of the house, I guess. And I think there is a closet connection. Oh, no. That's not good. This looks like a shadow man. Shadow people are extremely rare evil entities. No one knows where they come from, but they're capable of harming living people. I don't know if he's going to try to take her, uh, but that's kind of what it seems like to me. Take her where? Uh, into the closet. What does that mean? They typically kill people, the shadow people. Dennis said Andrea's house has had a lot of owners in the recent past. So I conducted a search, and in the last 40 years, there have been 15 different owners of our home. That's unusual. None of them wanted to even talk to me. But Dennis mentioned that the problem was neighborhood-wide. So I've managed to track down one of the former residents to see why she left. So... You lived on Andrea and Dennis's block? I did, across the street. So they're having some paranormal problems. Mm-hmm. Um, are you surprised by that? Not really. Why is that? Um, the house that Andrea lives in was on the market for quite some time before anybody moved in. It was vacant for a while. So I, I assumed they'd had some kind of an issue there. And I had some unusual things happen at my house. Like what? There was a wall between the dining room and the living room. Okay. Then there was a dark street, kind of a reddish-brown color, that would go from the top of the ceiling down almost all the way to the floor. And it would show up in the living room and in the dining room side. And I painted over it, and I papered over it, and it would just inevitably come back every time. The only way I could get rid of it in the living room was to put paneling over it. Okay, so when you painted over it, it would come through? Yes. You wallpaper over it, and it came it through? It came through. Really? Even with the wallpaper? Even the wallpaper. When I started my walk, I saw this darkness. This darkness, uh, it walks down the street. It'll come right in the door. It'll, like, literally open. I see doors opening in this darkness. And there were little people or something in it like little creature things or something. And there's panic because of this. The darkness consuming this house is carrying an evil presence with it, and it's beginning to reveal itself to me. 
Do you know if these different figures you saw in the darkness, if these are separate entities? Yes. They're all, like, separate beings. I need to find everything I can about my client's property. So I head to the local library. Digging through the archives, I discover a brothel ran on Andrea's land in the late 1800s. But what really catches my attention is a fatal shooting that took place there, resulting in one man's death and an historic court case. I'm on my way to meet with a local author. He says the case ended up with one dead body, several trials, and no convictions. Doing the research on the property I'm investigating, I came across an article that uh, there had been a murder in 1875 in a brothel that was on the property. Yes. One of the rooms was leased to uh, Lizzie Sanford, and uh, she opened a brothel there in, in the Osho. And uh, on the night of December 23rd, 1875, uh, she was entertaining a 17-year-old young man named Lane Britton. I have a picture here of him. She was entertaining him, Lizzie was, and another young man named Wiley Huffaker demanded entrance and started pounding on the door. And Lane Britton threatened to shoot him if he didn't leave. And Wiley said, well, shoot or be damned. And Lane took him up on it and shot through the door and hit him in the head and apparently killed him instantly. Lane Britton was arrested and he was tried two or three times. Finally, on the third time, I think it was at least the third time, he was uh, found not guilty by reason of self-defense because they said that, uh, you know, their lives were in danger. So they, they, they acquit him on a, on a justifiable homicide, shooting a guy through the door? That's apparently the case. Uh, it's not self-defense. Not exactly, but that's that's kind of what the, they concluded, though. Okay, so he gets away with murder. Basically, yes. At one point, I did hear a gunshot, and I heard somebody saying, ha, 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 that little had it coming to him. This area, it has the sadness, uh, desperate, sadness and people lose things here like they lose like animals or people or children they like die other than the brothel shooting i haven't found any deaths directly tied to my client's property so i go to the hall of records to dig up old deeds and i come across the name emma may leapheart who passed away in the house back in 1938 I'm not sure this will help much, but according to a death certificate, she died of lung cancer at the age of 65. I'm seeing the crying woman again. And she has a horse and a buggy that brought her here when she was young, like 15 or 16. Do you know how she died? I think it was uh, some kind of respiratory thing. Mm. I think this is the woman from outside, and she's spent a lot of time in here, and she doesn't want to be bothered by these things anymore. What things? This darkness. I mean, she calls them little monsters. I think she kind of feels like they did contribute to her death. 
they like attack her. While at the Hall of Records, I also found out that the original owner of my client's property was the county sheriff back in the 1860s. So I've reached out to the current sheriff and he says, Lewis Hutchinson was once a powerful and wealthy man. I'm not sure if it's gonna lead anywhere, but I need to check it out. We had a Lewis B. Hutchinson that was sheriff here in Newton County in 1865. And how long was he the sheriff? Uh, he was here from 1865 to 1870. And what's he wind up doing after that? History shows that after he was sheriff for five years, he then dabbled in real estate and okay. became quite wealthy in the county. Then apparently some of the investments went bad. Okay, so what, what did he wind up doing? Uh, then he became just a farmhand for his brother. Well, that's kind of sad, you know, went from having all that money to being a farmhand. Yes. So did he remain working on a farm? No, uh, while he was working as a farmhand, he had again ran for sheriff in Newton County and was in fact reelected again and won by 20 votes. Okay, so looks like he got his life back together. But maybe one other thing I could help you with, uh, the records show that he wasn't able to finish his, his first term after being reelected. Why is that? That uh, he died from paresis. What is that exactly, you know? It's brought on by syphilis. It's a very, very painful death. I know there was a brothel on the property I'm investigating, so I'm wondering if maybe he might have got that from there. And died, yeah, it, it's a sad ending for him. Mm -hmm. During my walk, I saw a sad woman haunted by the darkness in this house. I'm having a sketch artist draw her. She was very gaunt, very thin, mm -hmm. brown hair that she had up. And then she had like very distinct lines running from her mouth down her chin. Next, I described a terrifying scene involving a shadow man. Crawling towards the bed from the closet. You could see like muscular definition. And there's a kid sleeping in the bed. He's creepy. Amy, is this what you saw? Yes. Now that Amy and I have finished our investigations, it's time to reveal our findings to our clients and each other for the first time. Amy, I'd like you to meet Dennis and Andrea. When the two of them called us in, uh, they were living together. Unfortunately, the activity got so bad here and so physical, it basically drove them apart. So Dennis no longer lives here. But he doesn't think it's safe for Andrea and the kids to be here, and he called for our help. So now that Amy's got an idea of what's going on with you guys, she's going to tell us a little bit about her walk. When I first pulled up to the house, I was like, whoa, it's not just this house. There's activity everywhere in this neighborhood. Like, I heard someone say it was all insanity and death here. The house next door, the older lady that was there had complained of having spirits in the house. Really? I actually spoke to one of their former neighbors, a woman named Penny. And it was her opinion that a lot of the houses here had activity, but people were afraid to kind of talk about it. The other thing was, if you go up the block, you got two houses for rent, two for sale. The house directly across the street is empty. And this house in particular, I went back 40 years. And including yourself, there's been 15 owners here. Wow, really? That's unusual, especially in a neighborhood. Yeah. 
I was outside and I saw two men and I heard a gunshot. Then one of them said, haha, you know, the little deserved it. Okay, how many gunshots did you hear? I only heard one gunshot. Okay. It's interesting because at one time your property had a brothel on it. Really? It was run by a woman named Lizzie Sanford. And one night, she was entertaining a young guy by the name of Wayne Britt. The guy on the left. Another guy by the name of Wally Huffaker came up to the door and was drunk, demanding to get in. This kid turns around and says, hey, listen, knock it off, um, and I'm going to shoot you. Take it easy. This guy, Wally Huffaker, goes, shoot or be damned, was the statement that he said. Oh, wow. And this kid puts one round through the door and catches, catches him in the head, kills him instantly. Oh, my gosh. So what else? I got into the house, and this thick veil of, of darkness came into the house. And then these little three- or four-foot, like, humanoid things that are pitch black were within the darkness. It definitely causes feelings of despair. Now, you had mentioned that you might be a little depressed. Mm-hmm. What about their relationship? Did it affect what was happening with them? Yes. With that comes a lot of loss here in this area. Like, people are losing, like, family and friends a lot here. And these humanoid things, they can interact with the living very physically. I mean, I don't, I don't even know where to start, actually. You know what? Maybe we'll start with you getting attacked upstairs. I was upstairs and got struck by a large curtain rod. Whoa. And it seems to be Dennis getting the brunt of it. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been scratched, taking a shower. I step out, go to dry off, and it feels like burns. And I look down, and I had scratches on either side of my rib cage. Amy, the thing you should know about Dennis is that he's a Air Force veteran. He did three tours in Iraq. He's a cop, and he's really not afraid of anything. But I'm, I'm scared to be here. Okay. Okay. What else did you say? I spoke with a female that I met outside. She moved here when she was younger, maybe 15 or 16. And this was about, like, the 1890s. When she lived here, one of the problems that she had was, was breathing. And she felt that the darkness and the things that are inside of the darkness contributed to her death. She's always moaning and crying, and she was very formally dressed with a high collar. I was mowing the lawn, and I saw female, very formally dressed, high collar, very stylish, brown chocolate hair pulled back, just looking at me. And then she just, just disappeared. Okay. I didn't even think it was going to come into play. But during my research, I came across a woman that lived and died here. Her name was Emma May Liebhardt. She came here in 1895 at the age of 22. You know, young girl. She moved into this home in 1908. Now, you mentioned respiratory problems, right? Yes. She died at the age of 65 in 1938 of lung cancer. 
There's no photo of her, but um, I got her a bit here. You drew her, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Wow. The eyes and the hair and the dress are good. She was right there on the porch. If it was just her, I don't think I'd be concerned. But it's not just her. I went in the master bedroom, and I met uh, a male who's upset with the woman of the house. When she was alive, he knew her then. He said that there's no way anybody can help her. She needs to help herself. I told her when she was younger to not do this. What did he tell her not to do? Be into all this dark stuff. He seems to be some type of father figure. And he feels that his baby's gone downhill. But on the other hand, he does love this person. That would make me think it was Grandpa. I was Grandpa's little shadow, and I thought he was the most amazing thing in the world. He died when I was seven. He'd had prostate cancer. His death affected me badly. Sorry. Now, you gave me a photo of him. Is it okay to show her? Yeah. Now, you mentioned he was upset about some kind of practicing dark stuff, or? Yeah. I had a ghost hunting team that came in. Is that the type of thing that would upset the guy you ran into? Yes. I don't know for sure if that man I saw is her grandfather, but I do know that relatives often come back to protect the ones they love, if they sense they're in danger. Nothing seems to go right. One relationship, and then another relationship, and he's left. And okay. So he could be disappointed in that. Okay. Well, this individual is here because he's worried. Okay. He is protection. From what? Well, in the bedroom downstairs, I felt someone, like, intensely watching me. I glanced back, and I saw this shadow person. It is extremely dangerous. Then I went into the pink room. It's Danielle's room. Yeah. And I saw the shadow man crawling out of the closet, going towards me and towards the bed. My goodness. I've seen him at the foot of my bed downstairs. I've heard him breathe all over the house. I see him all over the place. One time in the bathroom, I hear this big... And I kind of peered over to the to the bathroom door, and he's just right there, solid black. And I ran out. Well, I did do a sketch of what I saw as far as him coming out of the closet. It's your daughter's room. Picture kills me. It's hard for me to hand that over to you guys. No wonder she's afraid. That's disturbing. 
definitely don't want my wife or my two daughters just being crawled upon and climbed into bed. It bothers me a great deal. I love this family. And I I don't want anything to, to harm them. So, question is, what the hell is going on here? There must be some specific location in this neighborhood, some type of doorway. Where the shadow people and little humanoid creatures I saw are coming from. These little humanoid creatures or shadow people. There seems to be kind of like a whole army of them, but I believe that he's some type of ring leader of them. So this thing upstairs in Danielle's room, is that a shadow person? I believe it is, yes. And that's very bad. Shadow people are extremely dangerous. What exactly are shadow people? There's a lot of different theories. Some people think that there's some type of alien being. People are still convinced that they're some type of demonic entity. They tend to go after elderly individuals or children or homes that are suffering some type of severe dysfunction. And these things could kill? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, is this thing going after Danielle, or is it just his... It seems to be everybody in the house. i got to keep my girls safe. They're everything to me. Uh, I'm, I'm frightened to death. We're going to do whatever we have to do to keep them safe. So it's obviously been a tough night. And uh, even though you guys always thought your house was haunted, you really didn't think it was this severe or this dangerous. You got a grave situation here. Uh, but the big question is, is it safe for you to stay here with the girls and maybe get your family back together? Uh, for that, I'm going to turn it over to Amy and see if she has an answer for you. This is the last thing that I wanted it to be. You know, I don't want that for many, many, many reasons. You can't fight this, can you? No. That's what we needed to know, though. Yeah, who's going to buy the place now? Another fool like me? I'm really sorry. There's a lot of people who think that shadow people can be dealt with. I personally don't. If we move out of here, can this follow us? No. The protector might be the only reason the girls and I haven't been hurt. Right. Like he has. It hasn't been easy. I know. But maybe this is something that could bring you closer together, fighting. For the family. For a family. We'll be all right. It'll be okay. Now, if they can afford it, uh, would it be better if they slept someplace else? That would be a great idea. I, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. Maybe start fresh and get, get out of here and... We're going to get out. We're going to get the family out. Okay. I'm leaving. Yeah. I've got to protect us. 
I really wish I had another solution, but I've never heard of shadow people being removed from anywhere. And I should know, because they tormented me in my childhood home, and I could do nothing about it. But if I ever figure it out, I'll be back to help Dennis and Andrea cleanse their home. <laughs> 